is the dean and director of a university that offers DNI or diversity, equity, and inclusion as a course. My next guest talks about the woes and the challenges and the successes that he has had to face and overcome and endure and enjoy. Let's talk about it. Of course, a vision, and, a, and, and you have to have a great mission. If you don't, you know, if your if your organization doesn't have a great mission, then nothing's going to happen. Uh, Lenore Ryan is a great example. We have, an, you know, our, we're, an, we're an educational institution, but, but our, you know, our mission is to to take people, help them succeed, and to become the best versions of themselves that they can be. Hey, greetings, leaders, and welcome to another episode of Leadership Is Podcast. This is season three, episode 42, with my special guest, Dr. Michael Dempsey. Dr. Michael Dempsey was appointed in April of 2015 as the dean and director of Lenore Ryan University's Asheville Center, which opened in August of 2012 in the historic Mumford area and offers 10 graduate programs and the Lenore Ryan Equity and Diversity Institute. Before coming to LR, uh, Dempsey served in numerous capacities at Asheville's Buncombe Technical Community College, including Director of Educational Partnerships. In this role, he provided leadership for the administration and growth of higher education-related academic programming and services for the college's dual enrollment programs which provide high school students with the access to college coursework. In addition, Dempsey oversaw the installment operation and expansion of AB Tech College Readiness Centers facilities located in local high schools designed to improve students' math and English skills before high school graduation. Hey, welcome, Dr. Dempsey. Hey, thanks, Jason. I appreciate you having me today. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's indeed an honor to have you uh, with the uh, Leadership Is podcast. So besides, you know, what I've read there, uh, what, what, you know, tell us more of who you are and what you do. Well, I, I oversee Lenore Ryan University's business operations in the Asheville area, uh, that being the counties that are pretty much west of Burke County, uh, specifically mostly in Buncombe County, but we also uh, try to do as much as we can in Haywood and Henderson County and in other uh, areas around here. We have several master's degree programs here in town. And of course, you already mentioned that we have the Lenore Ryan Equity and Diversity, which is a non-degree training program. And uh, my role is to, to not only manage the business, but be in the community quite a bit, um, improve relationships with folks, do a lot of community service, that type of thing. Uh, in the spirit of letting people know that Lenore Ryan University is here to serve them and their families. Yeah, very good, very good. So since you mentioned about the um, the uh, Equity and Diversity Institute not being a uh, degreed course, it is. Um, That's how, correct. Why important? Why why is you know diversity and inclusion or equity and diversity so important? You know, well, to have it as a non-degree course at, at your institution. Sure. Well, it's important because the workforce of the United States uh, is rapidly changing. And uh, we see in our communities uh, nationwide that 
equity and diversity are rising to the top as uh, things that companies are embracing and need to develop skills within that, that, uh, that, that subject area. Uh, you don't just wake up one day and say, hey, I'm, I'm in, uh, I, I know all about equity and diversity. Uh, some people may have a, a better feel for that than others, but uh, typically people who run large organizations don't necessarily have those skills. So the equity and diversity training program provides uh, the people who participate in the program with tools and skills to improve equity, improve uh, accountability, to look at uh, data and, and metrics uh, revolving around uh, inclusivity, and to improve upon those uh, things in their, in their company and in their community, uh, perhaps by altering practices and procedures that have, been, uh, have not been or not up to date. Uh, so that we can bring as many people to the table as possible and have uh, healthy, not only conversation, but, but healthy movement within an organization to catapult it into the 21st century. Yeah, excellent, excellent, excellent. Thank you. So now this being a leadership podcast that deals with leadership and leadership development and employee retention and engagement, uh, as it relates to leadership development, um, well, before we go there, let's let's go back to something dealing with the the COVID nineteen uh, and and the impact that that had globally. Mm-hmm. You know, how did that uh, the go the 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 COVID nineteen? You know, how did that impact uh, Lenore Ryan University? Well, it impacted us in several ways. Of course, uh, prior to the, the, no secret here, prior to the pandemic, we did most of our stuff face to face. Uh, in the classroom. Now, we're lucky. Lenore Ryan University is very lucky in that we were already doing a lot of stuff online and we were already doing something what we call hybrid, which is partially in the classroom and partially online. So when COVID came, a lot of universities had to really scramble to learn how to use these tools. Lenore Ryan did not need to scramble. We already had them at our disposal. And so uh, we were impacted greatly, just like everyone else. But, But I would say that we weathered the storm very well. In Asheville, our enrollment uh, and our revenue increased during the pandemic rather than decreased during the pandemic. And I think that's, we're kind of bucking the trend uh, of of campuses nationwide when that happens. Uh, The enrollment at the overall university did decline a bit during that time because we have a, uh, a, our our largest campus, our original campus in Hickory is a largely an undergraduate uh, campus where students typically go face to face. And of course that that was uh, not very easy to deal with uh, there. But in Asheville, we saw a uh, kind of a, a uh, I, I don't know what, how, how, really how to put it, but a, you know, people embraced online learning in the Asheville market. And so uh, we were very lucky in that our business not only, uh, it not only survived, it thrived. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, dealing with the, um, <laughs> the remote work and digital platforms, that's one of the, trends that are taking place in the world today, especially dealing with leadership. However, um, many companies were studying, you know, the digital platform and uh, remote work and even this hybrid workspace. They were studying this way before 2009. So, yeah, you guys are uh, above the game uh, as it relates to that. And so congrats on that, because a lot of organizations actually folded uh, when this uh, when this pandemic, uh, the, one of the impacts of the pandemic is that they folded because they were not, you know, virtually prepared to handle 
um, the shift, you know, the change uh-huh. uh, in, in the whole business paradigm. So, yeah, thank you so much for that. So now as it relates to leadership, you know, what is your definition of leadership? Well, that's a great question. I could go on a lot of different directions with that. Uh, I would say that uh, at its core, leadership is embracing other people where they are and uh, influencing them to take on the mantle of leadership themselves. Uh, I think that there's a there's a saying out there, culture eat, eats strategy for lunch. It's something like that. I truly believe in that. I think that uh, having a positive uh, culture uh, in the workplace is uh, the way to get things done because it it inspires people. It, uh, it 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 puts the accountability on them because you ask them to step up and 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 lead. But you also have to provide a you know kind of a an aura, if you will, of of, of positivity, uh, of optimism, uh, and things of this nature. So and of course a vision and, and and you have to have a great mission. If you don't you know if you're if your organization doesn't have a great mission, then nothing's going to happen. Uh, Lenore Ryan is a great example. We have an, you know, our, we're, an, we're an educational institution, but, but our, you know, our mission is to, to take people, help them succeed, and to become the best versions of themselves that they can be. And so with a mission like that, I mean, you know, I wake up in the morning and I go, hey, listen, I'm going to work. This is going to be a good day. Uh, and I think that really uh, helps in the workplace because the people who, you know, I don't really have people that I would call followers. I think that's a little, you know, a little uh, too grandiose. But, but I would say that the people that, that uh, I work beside, uh, you know, they, they, they buy into that mission. Uh, they see the positivity and, and they get on board and they do the work. So I would say uh, getting, you know, boiling down your question and boiling down the answer to your question is that uh, basically it's to, to have a vision, to have a great mission and to inspire other people to buy into that mission and to carry it forward. Yeah, very good, very good. The um, the person who coined the phrase was um, how culture eats uh, strategy for breakfast um, was uh, Peter Drucker, who was uh, one of the you know the leading management gurus of our time. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, so he he coined that phrase, and that's absolutely the truth. Like, if uh, organization does not have a pulse on leaders, do not have a pulse on the culture of an organization and one of the things that happens is you have people to start you know quiet quitting um and then you even have leaders you know quiet firing Uh, sure sure sure. yeah yeah so um but as it relates to leadership and leadership development you know uh in this day and time what do you think leaders need to do in order to uh prepare for um, you know, the next generation of workforce and workforce development? Well, that's a great question, Jason. Uh, I, you know, and, it, you know, I've got I've got children. I've got I've got two kids. Uh, they don't operate the same way I did when I was their age. Uh, they they think differently. They're very tech savvy. They uh, they 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 manage their lives in a in a, in a different way and and I think that's a sign of things to come. I think that uh, employers and educators have to adapt to uh, the fact that people are going to be much more uh, likely to be multitasking, uh, much more likely to be uh, not necessarily bound to a desk all the time, and much more likely to uh, 
need to understand that tomorrow's workforce is going to be uh, is going to be um, is going to be concerned about the impact that they have in the workplace. Uh, money making money is fine, obviously, and and having a good salary is is uh, is important. But I do think that tomorrow's generation is going to be concerned with the impact that they are making on the world, A, and B, the lifestyle that they are allowed to live while they're making the, that impact on the world. So in other words, what's my job and how is it positively, posit, positively going to affect those around me? And what's my quality of life going to be while I'm doing that job? Uh, I think that I don't want to say people always want to be on vacation these days. That's not true. They still want to do work, but they want to have access to the what we might call the good things in life, whether that be time spent with family, uh, more time in their faith communities, whatever it might be, uh, and still be able to get work done. They don't want to be tied to a desk for 60 hours a week. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's a great observation, Dr. Dempsey, uh, simply because that's one of the uh, the reports, you know, says that as well, that millennials you know, and uh, the Gen 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 Xers, I'm uh, Gen Yers. I'm sorry, they're not concerned so much as the financial aspect as baby boomers, but they're looking more for you know culture and are there development opportunities and can their you know own uh, you know thinking and and do they bring value uh, to the organization and will that value be respected? You know, so yeah, right. excellent excellent perspective. Right. Um, if you could give our audience uh, three leadership tips. Sure. Well, I'll, I'll give you one. And this is counterintuitive, perhaps. <laughs> but when you are when you have people who work for it for you, you want to train them so that they are prepared to leave you. And what I mean by that is when you when you in my opinion, true leadership is creating other leaders and leaders don't stay leaders evolve. And so tip number one would be, don't worry about your workforce leaving you. Try to make them the best that they can be so that eventually, hey, they may fly the coop. They may go get another job. They may go get a, 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 a bigger title, a, a big raise and, 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 and lead others. So you have to be selfless uh, in your leadership. That would be uh, tip number one. Tip number two is, it's an old adage but you know, let's let's face it. You got to be the hardest working person in the room. Uh, that doesn't mean you you know. Again, you don't want to abandon your family and friends. But oftentimes, I'm here at the office. I'm the last to leave. It's just you know part of the, it's part of, part of the gig. Uh, and and a lot of that has to do with the fact that personally, I'm in the community, and the community doesn't go to bed at five o'clock. They 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 wake up at five o'clock. You got to you know you leave the office and you go to the, you know to the dinners or the events and and things of that nature. Uh, third is going back to the equity and diversity and inclusion uh, that started our conversation. Uh, embrace those concepts. You're going to find that uh, if, in, in, hopefully, you already the, the folks out listening out there already know this, but but if you don't, you're going to find that the richer the conversation, the more diverse uh, the, the the not only the people around the table, but the people who are making the decisions around the table are the more powerful your organization is going to be. This is, you know, this is not the, the uh, flavor of the day. This is a, a truly empowering, uh, uh, I'll call it a movement, I guess, for lack of a better word, 
uh, which uh, I don't like that word because it seems like it's kind of temporary. But uh, but but embracing the DEI concepts and 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 weaving them into the fa fabric of your organization will in, not only will en enrich your organization, but if you are uh, it, it, if you, let's just put it this way, if you're a profit-making organization, it, it's likely that your profits will increase. It's good for business. So you can look at it two ways, you know, the humanitarian aspect, but you can also look at it as it's, it's just plain old good for business. So those are my three uh, tips, I guess, you know, uh, lead leaders, work hard, and embrace DEI in your organization. Very good. Very good. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it, so before we go, uh, do you have any closing comments you would like to share with our audience, how they could help with Lenore Rhine um, University, even become a student? Uh, oh, absolutely. I mean, this is, this is yeah. you're speaking my language. You know, <laughs> uh, first of all, our website is lr.edu slash Asheville. Um, and you can go there and you can see all the things that we're doing in Asheville uh, academically. We'd love you to come by. We are located kind of in downtown Asheville, we're right on Mumford Avenue, uh, right across the bridge from downtown, uh, across 240. We got a very modern campus. Uh, you'll find it a very welcoming campus. I don't, your background, we are, we are fully wide open on the, the diversity spectrum as far as people from different orientations, uh, obviously uh, ethnicities and all of those things. So uh, have no fear. You will be embraced at Lenore Ryan University. Uh, come by and see us. Uh, you know, if you would like to perhaps sit in on, sit in on a class, we can arrange that. Uh, we have mostly master's degrees, so keep that in mind. Uh, but come by, talk to me or talk to one of our faculty or our staff, and we will be happy to assist you in any way that we can. And, you know, hey, listen, you don't have to get, get a degree with us. Just come to one of our events, uh, see what we're all about, and tell somebody else about it. We're just happy to be a part of this community. Uh, we feel like it's a vibrant community, and I've been living in Nashville for 23 years. I love the place, and so again, when I get up in the morning, I, I, I think, you know, I don't think, uh, gosh, what am I going to do for myself today? Typically, although that happens, of course, but I, I, mostly I think about what am I going to do today to improve somebody else's life, or to help our community here in Nashville, and you know, that's what Lenore Ryan is all about. So, uh, Jason, thank you for having me. I. I appreciate you letting me say that because people don't ask me that very often, but uh, it's truly what I believe. And I, and I think people will find uh, our atmosphere to be one of goodness, friendship, and certainly uh, intellect because we're all about uh, improving people's skills. Absolutely. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Michael Dempsey, for uh, gracing us with your presence on the Leadership Is podcast. And always know that this door is open for you. Uh, whenever you're having an event, we could, you know, host something on here and put that out and spread that on your network. And uh, looking forward to uh, continued conversations in the future. And uh, you take care. Yeah, Mr. Muhammad, you, you too, Jason. You have a great uh, day. And thank you so much for having me on your program. Greetings, leaders. And uh, thank you for enjoying another episode of Leadership Is Podcast with our special guest, Dr. Michael Dempsey, Dean and Director of Lenore Rind Asheville Center, and that specializes in the DEI or diversity, equity, and inclusion. 
If you would like to know more about what JM Leadership Development does and how we can help your organization to fill or build your leadership bench, please do not hesitate to reach out. You can email us at thejasonamohammed at gmail.com and we will respond promptly. And always remember, leadership is influence and service.